welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I feel like this is the perfect episode to follow up last week's kind of ranty, kind of sassy episode, um, because I've done a lot of thinking <laughs> since that episode. Oh my God, you guys, I'm like a little embarrassed. Let's be like really, really real here. So I have always kept this podcast so transparent and a lot of the times I I don't want to say I regret that, but I wonder if I should just like, just stick to the teaching. Don't get ranty. Don't be vulnerable, whatever. So I just feel like since the end of last year, honestly, probably even earlier than that, probably since like the move and being pregnant with Lucy, like, so last summer, I have felt some big changes coming in the business and I keep getting the ideas for these changes and then they don't stick. Oh, this is the perfect story to share before this episode. They don't stick. And I know a lot of you guys can relate to that. And I think it's really important in business to, and when I say um, ideas, I mean like, I, I really feel my messaging changing. I really feel my offer suite shifting, um, you know, to like two, maybe three core offers. This is what I mean. Like, I don't know. I feel more clearer than ever. But it's starting to get really annoying that this has been about nine months in the making and it's still not 100% clear. And so I've done episodes about things that I've been changing and I've been making those changes. But at the same time, a lot of stuff hasn't really stuck because it's been a really it's been an idea, but it hasn't been the it hasn't been the one. Right. I know a lot of you guys can relate to this when you're searching for like what's the name of the program going to be? What's the next program going to be? What should my offer suite be? What should my one liner be? I'm like rolling my eyes, right? What should my big strategy be? And here's the issue is those are great questions to ask yourself. You should be asking yourself those questions and you should be returning to those questions every so often so you can reevaluate them as you grow and evolve and as your business is ready to scale. Because as your business scales, you're actually probably gonna get more and more specific and more and more fine-tuned and more and more focused on less. Um, Sometimes we think we're actually going to scale wide, but that's not what we're doing. We think we're gonna scale wide and help more types of people and more types of offers, but I don't think that's the way it normally goes. Anyway, um, here's the difference though, and this is what we're really gonna talk about, and this is the change in the the messaging too, which is so funny. I, you guys know, I don't really do notes for the podcast. It's just all divine what comes out. Um, <laughs> but even though the things have not really stuck, I have been showing up anyway. 
I've been showing up pretty much every single day, even through a very hard time of showing up with a big move and big family transitions and adding a child to our family and um, all the things. I've still shown up. I've still done the things. I've still written the posts. I've still the podcast, right? I just shared, I don't even know. I mean, you guys can literally see on your app how many episodes we have had, but like, I think the other day we shared, I want to go look like our 150th episode. And I don't even know because I can't even believe it. And the thing about the podcast is in the entire life of the podcast, which you do the math, we do four episodes a month. So this podcast, um, is years old now. Like, I don't even know. Cause I can't even believe it, but that's just the truth. It's years old. And we have missed one week ever, ever. And when I say missed, we actually didn't miss that week because weeks in advance of missing that week, I told my team I was not going to be recording an episode for that week. And I wanted to put a specific episode that had done really, really well in the past. that I felt more people needed to hear. I wanted to do, um, I think we called it like a replay. So we basically just reposted the same episode. So really I've never missed an episode at all, but if you want to count that one, I've missed one, one in over 150 episodes. Consistency. And I have shared things on the internet that have caused uh, people to talk about me, friends. You know, I've triggered friends. I've lost friendships celebrating my success and sharing my truths. I have had family say things behind my back. I'm sure I've had many people who I don't know um, that have said things that have said things. Um, I've definitely had people that I have no relationship with talk about me. I don't know. It's just, it's I what I'm getting to here, and I'm gonna read a post. I'm really loving these episodes where I like read a post that I wrote and just riff on it more because it keeps me focused. It's like my notes for the episode without doing notes. So let me just read this. Let me just get back on track and read this so you get the point. Here's what the post said. This is like my you guys don't know this because I didn't announce it, because I want this messaging shift to not be like I'm like really ready to call some people out. Like I'm like really ready. But that's not my brand. That's not who I am. That's not how I roll. So I'm just doing the shift without like majorly announcing it. And here I am majorly announcing it because that's what we do on the podcast. But anyway, here's the post. There's something about the women that create financial freedom. There's something special about the women that create financial freedom. You see, they make it look easy. And in many cases, because of mastery, of specific skill sets over time, it actually is easy for them. But the ease is not why they have success. The willingness to do whatever it takes is. Total commitment to their success and desires. You see, I've built a business that now brings in seven figures with low costs, without posting daily, without complicated strategy, without being in my office or on calls all day. In fact, very little at all. And if I needed to, I would. I would work 80 hours a week if that's what it took. And at times, I nearly have. I would post multiple times a day if that's what it took. And at times, I have. I would discount my rates. I would take on more clients. I would sell even more often if that's what it took. And at times, I have. I have a vision of wealth and legacy for my family. I have a vision of us living a certain life of freedoms that requires a lot of money. And I will do whatever it takes to create that. Through that willingness, I have invested and learned skill sets that made it easier. 
And then I went on to go above and beyond to implement these skill sets, which turned into effective practice, which made it easier and easier over time. Mastery of certain skill sets, mastering my energy, mastering content, and mastering sales specifically created this, not just trust and allowing. Mastery, devotion, commitment. So here's what I'm noticing. This kind of sucks because I have shifted my business to be extremely easy for running a seven-figure business, like extremely easy. Not many other people making the kind of money I make work as little as I work, but I work and I've put in the work for seven years now. And like I said, like there were years where I didn't miss a day posting. And when I say posting, I mean two to three posts a day, five live streams a week, a webinar every single month. I did that for years without missing any time at all. And to be really frank with you, that's through being sick. That's through losing loved ones in my family. Um, That's through going through a lot and growing through a lot because that was also a really delicate like stage of my life in my young 20s where just a lot of shit came up, a lot of growth, a lot of healing, a lot of struggle as well. So I think hustle culture is kind of a, a problem. It's a limiting, it's limiting, it's a lie, it's not required. But there's just this fine line between people marketing ease like crazy and people marketing hustle like crazy. And I don't think either, I think ease is so available and I think that because I've created that. But if you are in this business because it's easy, you're in the wrong freaking business because this is one of the hardest businesses to run. And on the same side of that, or the flip side, however you say that, it's the easiest kind of business to run. It's both. It's so easy and it's so freaking hard because posting takes five minutes. You could post every day and it take five minutes. There really is no reason why you can't have a post go out every single day. Do I? No. Why? Because I don't need to. Because I've put in the time. I have the willingness and I've invested in learning how to create really great content as well as I think it's a natural skill set of mine. And so I've practiced this natural gift and I've invested in improving this natural gift And then I've actually implemented it, which led to mastery. And then I've done that over and over and over again, invested again and mastered, invested again and practiced, invested again and practiced, invested again and practiced to create more and more mastery. So the ease comes through willingness to do whatever it takes, willingness to invest, willingness to learn, willingness to implement, and willingness to master. And... Gosh, I might have read this on another podcast, but can I just say, I'm just going to read the first couple lines of this other post. I believe that everyone is capable of making millions, but I don't believe that everyone is willing. And this is something I've been pondering how to put into the world. And so it felt like maybe I can do a few of those like fun call out posts. And like I did the episode on the podcast where it felt like a little bit like calling you guys out and you guys aren't even probably the people. But I'm kind of sort of starting to think, and you, this is what I do. I literally, like my number one skill set I feel that I pass on to my clients outside of the energetics, which are just like a happy surprise, is helping you attract empowered, ready to buy, ready to do the work, ready to get results clients. And I kind of think I've dropped the ball a little bit because I 
have been writing so much about ease. And like uh, one of the main things in my messaging has been a num- couple numbers, making seven figures and working like what, 15 to 20 hours a week or whatever. And I'm just like done. Is there anything wrong with marketing numbers? No, hell no. In fact, it's amazing because they're specific. But, and you will still see me talking about how much I work and what it looks like in the behind the scenes and what I prioritize and what I don't and what I spend my time on as a CEO and what I what I outsource. But like, and you'll still t- hear me talking about numbers. Like in no way am I saying talking about numbers is bad. Like I see so many people calling that out. I'm like over it. Like if you don't like people talking about money, what are you doing? Like in an, in, like, I don't know. Anyway, that could be a whole other episode. I think talking about money is great. I think talking about money is needed. I think more people should talk about money and I will not stop talking about money. In fact, you'll probably see me talking about money more than ever. And the number of dollars in my bank account and the number of hours I work will no longer be the one-liner. And your your one-liner doesn't matter, by the way, but like, do you get what I mean? That's not gonna be the reason you should hire me. That's not gonna be the thing that I just... I, I shout with every single program tagline, like it's just not because I want to really hone in on the skill set I teach people. And there's a few and I think that's great. But like the, the skill set I teach people and the type of person I'm calling in. And like I learned so much in the first few years of my business about like calling in you know, when I was first getting started, I ran into the issue of like I was bringing in a lot of people who weren't sure what they did. And there's a lot of those people out there. It's like, I don't know what I could sell. I can't even imagine someone paying me for anything. I don't know what my skill sets are. I don't know what I'm good at. I'm not good at helping people do that. Figure that out. So my messaging for a long time, like when I say like, this is a good, this is for you if, right? My private coaching is for you if, my mastermind is for you if. I, if you've noticed, I always say things like, you know, you're good at what you do. You know, your work changes lives. You know more people should be paying you for your work. You know you're capable of making money because you've made some money. Now, what's going to be added into that and what I've been missing the mark on is you are willing to do whatever it takes because now I have people lining up to work with me, but they're all googly eyes over the low amount of hours I work. And They want to find a, um, it's why our industry gets such a bad rep and and why our Facebook ads get turned on, turned off left and right. Not mine, but like in general in this industry for get rich quick schemes. And people are like, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's like, yeah, but I mean, aren't you the one saying get rich quick without any work? I mean, it kind of does sound like it. And that's what I've been saying. And I want that to be the secret. I want that to be the hidden secret. So up until, um, maybe the last year or two, like when I, when I announced unwavering and we've, we've scaled that program and helped dozens of people with that program before then I felt like the energetics and the mindset was like the hidden secret of my work. People hired me for strategy and then they got energy. They became unwavering. Now unwavering is not a secret. Unwavering is like a big deal. And unwavering really is the core of my messaging now, except it's not even just energetics. But the secret is now going to be how much money you can make and how little it actually takes to do the work. That's going to be the secret. I'm not going to be shouting that from the rooftops anymore. I'm not going to try to convince you to work with me based off of how little I work, 
Because I want women who are like, if it took 80 hours a week, I would put in 80 hours a week. Like I'm, I'm doing this. I'm growing a multi seven figure big deal company that changes the trajectory of my family's life for generations to come. That's what I'm doing. I'm building wealth no matter what it takes. And like, I'm willing to put in the work. For me, it's always been like, I'm in my 20s. I mean, I'm just now starting to grow my family. So I've been willing to do whatever it takes. And then I found out through the willingness how easy it can be. And so that's going to be a requirement now. Like, I am not working with people who are not willing to work. <laughs> it just blows my mind. It's it's like, ugh. I don't know. It's like, have you had things handed to you your entire life? Because people really come to me and they want to, they say, I want to make millions. I want to make an impact. I want to make a difference. But I struggle so bad to post online. It's like, and these people have made money because that's been like a requirement to work with me. It's like my higher level, at least like you make money, but I don't know. It's kind of like, and I get this. It's like, they've put in the work, but now they've been burnt out and they don't want to get burnt out again. Or they put in the work and they kind of got like an emotional hangover, right? Like a vulnerability hangover. And now they're so scared to do it again. Or like, I see it all the time, right? They, they put in the work, they had the launch, they made great money. And then someone in their family said something bad about them. And now they're just like paralyzed. Well, I've been through all of that. I've been burnt out. I've had plenty of vulnerability hangovers every freaking day of my life, it feels like. Especially with this podcast. Um... <laughs> And I have had so many people say so many terrible things about me. And I don't know. I just, it's not that I don't care, of, but I don't care enough to let it stop me. Nothing, and this is, this is the commitment, the devotion, the willingness. Nothing will stop me. Nothing is going to stop me from my success and from what I want. Nothing. And I used to say... In my mind, like, I feel like when you say this, people are like, (gasps) but it's like, I'm either going to have everything I want or I'm going to die trying. Like, that's just it. That's just it. Why not? It's just life. You get like, I feel like this is just like, life's a game. It's just a game. It's, we take it so freaking serious, except we take it so serious that we waste it. We do nothing with it. We don't go for what we want because of what someone thinks or what someone might say or do or just oh my God, we won't take action because we don't know the strategy, like the right strategy. How stupid is that? Or I love you guys. I really do. Because some of my favorite clients have said this to me. So I'm just being really real here. But I love you guys if you've ever said this. This doesn't make you a bad client because my most successful clients come to me with this. But there's like this fear of, well, what if I do everything? Like you're in a launch, right? And you have this big goal and it meant a lot to you and now you're not on track and you're getting towards the end of the launch which means literally nothing, by the way. And you're, and I have people tell me, they're like, but what if I give the rest of this launch my all and I still don't hit the goal? It's some of our biggest fears. And I've had this fear because I literally, you can call me, I'm the ex-queen of settling. I used to settle. And people tell me they don't settle, but then they do settle. It's like, I don't mean like, I never was saying like, okay, I'm fine. I don't want that goal. But I'd be like, I'll go, I'll do it next time. I'll go for it next time. I'll figure out the right strategy next time. And I would show up just enough. And then when I wasn't on track for the huge breakthrough number, I'd just show up just enough. I'm not a quitter, but I wasn't like devoted. 
and to the big numbers. But I'm talking about like, I was making 20K a month when I was doing that. So like, and I was still posting every day. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you gotta be, you have to be committed. You have to be committed. So I want you to ask yourself that. Have I been showing up with the willingness to do whatever it takes? And if not, why not? Because here's the secret that I'm only telling you guys. Well, I probably will write about this more, but the secret is when you have the willingness to do whatever it takes, you will do whatever it takes. And in the doing whatever it takes, you will discover answers to ease. But if you're only in it, if and when it's easy, you're not in it. You're not in it. And this is a business we're talking about. And do you want me to keep going? I'm just going to be so real. There's been a few things. I've had, I mean, if you can't tell, I've had a few things happen in my business recently. I mean, one, like, I don't know. I've, I've just had like a few people like not doing the work and whatever. And then like I have a friend and she's had a few things and then I have clients and they've had a few things. And literally what I'm seeing left and right, like literally the pandemic of the industry, people think it's all this other stuff. And the coaching industry is a lot bigger than business coaches. So hear me out. But the pandemic in for business coaches right now and for our clients is people want to build super successful businesses without being business-minded. And here's just the truth of it. Some of us are very naturally business-minded. Like, I just think that that is another gift that I have. I'm very business-minded. I think like a business owner. I haven't always been perfect. I started my business when I was not even 20 years old um, at 19. And so I've ghosted. (laughs) I've communicated in ways that I'm not proud of. I've lacked communication where I should have had more. I've dropped balls that I should not have dropped. I'm not perfect. And being young is not an excuse, but I have invested in learning how to be a better communicator. I have invested in learning how to be a better leader. I've invested in how to be a better CEO. I've invested in how to be a better coach because I'm committed, because I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And whether you feel like you're pretty naturally business savvy or minded or not, if you want to run a successful business, like if you're, it's like, let's normalize. It's okay if you don't want to make a lot of money. It's okay if you want to make a few thousand dollars a month and pay the bills and and basically just kind of be like a side hustler. That's okay. Or solopreneur. That's totally fine. That's amazing. In fact, that's amazing. That's a big deal. You're pretty badass if you choose to do that. But you're also pretty badass if you choose to run a huge, global, multi-seven, even eight-figure company and choose to be the CEO of that company. But you need to start acting like a CEO. And it just blows my mind how many people are saying that they want to make millions, but they don't want to have hard conversations. But they think that they can ghost left left and right. You know, ghost... um, you know, I have people who tell me like, I just happened the other week. Someone's like, you know, I'm going to seven figures. I know I'm capable. I belong in this room, da, da, da. 
I confirm with her she wants to do it. I mean, she applied. She talked to me. She said, send her the invoice. She said she'd pay in a few days. I haven't heard from her in weeks. That's not business-minded. Does she need to sign up with me? No, it's totally fine. You can change your mind. You can back out of things, but you need to communicate, right? Or or like, I want to run a seven-figure company, but I'm afraid to post online. Well, then go get another business or get a job because you've got to be business-minded. Oh, I don't want to have hard conversations. I don't want to have sales conversations. I don't, like, this is something with transparent sales I've always had to say is like, in transparent sales, I teach not to have sales calls. And I'll be honest, me finding a way to not do sales calls kind of stemmed from me being afraid of doing sales calls. However, I did dozens and at least a hundred, but dozens and dozens and dozens of sales calls absolutely terrified before I made the decision to find a new way. And my realization through doing dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of sales calls, even when I did not want to and they did not sit right and I was absolutely terrified, like I would be like shaking on the calls. Like, oh my God, I felt like I probably sounded like crazy. Through that experience, I had a realization that they aren't actually necessary. And you can talk to people on voice notes. And so I talked to people about the money. And I talked to people about standards and boundaries and expectations before they sign up. And I have hard conversations. And through time, I've gotten less afraid of them. But like me not doing sales calls isn't because I'm too good for sales calls or I'm too afraid to do sales calls or I don't have the time to do sales calls. Here's the truth. If my business started tanking, we don't want to talk about this, Stewie. And my DMs were not converting. I would keep trying to do the DM sales, but I would start doing sales calls for sure. I would start doing sales calls. I would post more. I would run more ads. I I would do, oh God, are you guys ready? DM outreach. <sighs> if I needed to, I would because I'm committed. And through that, I will learn and I will find new ways and I will evolve and I will scale and I will innovate. But through being scared and unwilling to try or to do whatever it takes, my business would just tank. And I would be left here confused why when the answer was literally, you weren't devoted. That's it. So anyway, anything else we need to say or can we leave it at that? (laughs) I know that you guys listening are committed and willing and devoted. And here's the thing. Here I am ranting on and on about this and there are areas where I need to improve and I need to become more devoted and committed and willing. Always, I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to call anyone out except people who are ready to be called out. Like with all the love, step it up. Think like a business owner. And there are, like I said, there's areas where it's time for me to think more like a business owner and that's what I've been working on. I feel like they're like I left you hanging on that earlier conversation about the business evolving. But what I really just wanted to cover today is this new messaging. So that's really the new messaging. We're dropping leading with seven figures, although this year we will have more seven-figure clients than ever, like clients crossing the seven-figure mark. And I I think by the end of the year, we'll have clients crossing um multi-seven. Like it's I have no way here am I saying talking about those things are bad. I will talk about them, but I'm not leading with them. I'm going to lead more with skill sets. I'm going to keep talking about the money. And 
Above all though, I'm going to talk about this conversation and I'm going to call in clients who are willing to do anything to create massive success for themselves because they know how worth it it is. And I'm going to have them be so pleasantly surprised at how easy I help them create it. That's my mission this year. That's what it's shifting to. That's what I'll talk about. And we'll talk more about that on the podcast. So lots of more um, content coming on attracting your empowered, ready to buy, ready to do work clients. Um, And lots more content on selling out your programs. Like that's what I'm here to help you do. So we're going to talk about the energy of being unwavering. And we are going to talk about content shifts (laughs) galore. (sighs) Anyway, you guys, I'm sending you so much love. Thanks for like being here with me through these changes and evolutions and the ones that stick and the ones that don't. And I hope that this, I don't know, brings some clarity to you on where you can step it up. Just like me having my own clarity too. Um, as well as where you can step it up in your messaging too. So kind of ponder that, like where have I been kind of missing the mark on who my ideal client really is? And I'll tell you, you can do that by looking at the people that annoy you. So if you've had some clients like, and there's nothing, sometimes your client, I just, uh, there's so many conversations briefly. Sometimes your clients are not going to get incredible results, your whole program, What makes a good coach is that you're able to help your clients get great results and celebrate them big. And you're also able to be in the trenches with your clients when they're in the trenches without any fear about you, your work, or them and their potential. So when I say, if you have clients that aren't getting results, I don't mean all of your clients who aren't getting results suck. I mean, some you're just in the trenches with them, but some of them are unwilling to get results. They're unwilling to do anything different to get results. So if that's the case, I want you to look at those ones. Look at the clients that just kind of drain you, um, that are always in the trenches with no willingness to get out. Um, things like that, or just little things in your industry that kind of pet peeve you. And instead of getting ranty about them all the time, (laughs) hi, from someone who's been super ranty. Um, maybe it's the postpartum hormones. I don't know. Taking it out on the internet versus my husband. Eh. (laughs) Um, But just ponder it because by you attracting in higher level, more empowered clients who are ready to get results, you are actually serving people better because you are calling in the clients you are ready, at least for your high ticket offers, you know? (sighs) Well, the good news is, is there's definitely 150 more episodes to come on this podcast because I literally have like 10 more things to say, but I'm going to end it here. I'm cutting it off. I'm ending it here. All these other ideas or other podcasts for other days. On that note, I'll see you next week. Bye, guys.